are listening to the Golden Voice Podcast, and I'm your host, Jarvis Smith. And we continue the podcast this week with another exciting interview featuring another stellar special guest. But I want to say thank you to everyone checking out our season two kickoff episode with Priya Raghu. It meant a lot. And if you're new to the Golden Voice podcast, please be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and check out our past interviews with such guests as Yell, Jameson, Sizzy Rocket, and many more. All right, I'm going to catch up with you in the outro because I'm too stoked to jump into this week's interview and conversation right now. Because today, I'm speaking with a guest who has made a name for herself in acting on such popular TV shows as School of Rock on Nickelodeon and films such as the Malibu Rescue series on Netflix. But not only that, in September of 2022, she released her long-awaited debut EP, Sin Help, with popular tracks such as Old Her, People Can Change, and my personal favorite, Uncomfortable, showing her raw and unfiltered songwriting ability. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the multi-talented, genre-blending Australian singer-songwriter and actor, Edie. And at the time of this recording, I caught up with Edie about the creation of her debut EP, Sin Help, the evolution of her sound, and so much more. So let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Edie, how are you doing? Man, thank you for that wonderful intro. I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing all right, but you know, you know, you know, right now you have this EP that's getting ready to drop. So it's just like I know you've been working on it for a minute and everything like that. But just, just, just the initial feeling right now. How, how does it just feel knowing that it's finally coming out? It's weird, man. To be quite honest with you, last night I played my first ever proper, like full length set with pretty much all my original music and. Um, it's the first time I've ever had the opportunity to do that. And it was very, very surreal. And um, I think it made this moment so much more real. It's such an interesting time, I think, to release music because the way that the industry has changed and evolved over the last few years, especially during the pandemic. And I mean, not even the last few years, but over the last 20 years, it's just changed drastically. So I think you know, when you release music now, you kind of just sit at home and then all of a sudden it randomly shows up on a screen and you know, there's this intangible aspect to it. And I think last night getting to play it in front of, you know, 150, 160 people was super surreal. And it just made it really real for me. And I'm, I'm feeling really excited and really grateful, honestly. Absolutely. I love to hear that. You know, that that's what makes this whole entire journey for you, especially so, so amazing. And that's something that I picked up on just doing my research and learning about you here and just learning more about your background and everything like that. Um, you know, and one of those things sticking to just, you know, your earlier days coming up, you know, with you finally releasing your debut EP, I want to take it back just a little bit to those earlier days when you were just creating music and stuff like that. Do you remember that artist or maybe artist that got you really excited about their music coming out for the first time or maybe their music getting ready to drop like it was like that artist that like oh man as soon as this album is available on spotify i'm gonna go check them out immediately do you remember that artist that, that kind of brought you out to go listen to that music oh yeah i mean there are a plethora of artists who continue to do that with me today um but the first artist that i ever remember just being vehemently excited about the music coming out or a new project or a new single or whatever it may be um, was Lady Gaga. She um, she was the whole reason why I got into music in the first place. I was six and I saw her at a, at a show with my older brother and I was just so infatuated um, just by her stage presence and the way that she was able to just resonate with every single person in that uh, arena that she was playing in. And it was just so infatuating to me. 
and on top of that just the musical capabilities and the songwriting and it was you know it's just kind of the perfect trifecta and um yeah she was definitely the first artist that I really was like all right cool you've got me I'm ready whatever you put out I'm here for it Absolutely. I remember Lady Gaga, the moment I came across her music, it was the Fame album that she released. It was like 2008. That one was a special one. I was like, man, I don't know what to expect from this artist, but there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of different variations in there. So that's amazing to know that was the one. And now that you're on this side of it, you're finally in that position, right? Just like your favorite artist, Lady Gaga, getting ready to release that debut you know, EP to much fanfare and anticipation to so many people. But now I want to just talk about just, you know, when it comes to the creative direction in relation to your past singles, to what you're doing right now with this EP, you know, what do you feel was the creative direction and just vision for this EP overall for you? Yeah, you know, honestly, it um, when I initially started writing it, you know, it it's kind of one of those things I always say the first project you put out, you've spent your whole life making. Um, and, you know, that's really what this was for me. And I've been writing music since I was 12 and I spent most of my days on set, you know, going back to my trailer and picking up a guitar and <laughs> writing something super quick. And, you know, it was definitely shit, horrendous, terrible music. Um, but it was all very important to me finding my voice as a songwriter and as an artist. And when I started writing for a project, I didn't know if it was going to be an EP, an album, a double-sided album you know there were so many different ideas in my head but the the intention going into it was what I love so much about music and about art is truthful expression and I need to take the time and the space and I need to find the people who will help me get as close to truth as I physically can and that's honestly why this project took so long to put together because compositionally, the lyrics and the songs were all done pretty much all in 2019. And um, other than, you know, some of the interlude intro outro stuff um, that I did kind of in 2020, but most of it was pretty much all written and all done in 2019. And a huge aspect for me was finishing the production in a way that felt truthful to the songs. Because it's one thing to be able to lyrically and uh, just to lyrically be able to express yourself and what you want to say, but to do that in an indirect form through chord choices and production elements. And, you know, it's really easy to put together a, a nice little four bar loop and just send it on its way for the whole song. But that's not really what this project is about for me. And it's really just about articulating the meaning and the narrative and the story of each song in this project. And so really the hardest part for me was honing in on that production aspect. And it was really just a learning experience. And it was so cool, man, just to, you know, I spent so much time being like, oh, I need to do it the right way. I need to do it this way. I need to craft this perfect thing. And in doing so, you kind of limit yourself to what you can do and what truth can be and um what i really relied on i went back home to australia during the pandemic and what i found out was like you know i i've been on television since i was nine years old and you know you kind of instilled with these ideas that that more is always more when in actuality less is always more and so from a production aspect and a lyrical aspect this whole project really has this through line of reductionism and focusing on cutting the fat and what's not necessary 
and keeping all the elements that are crucial to telling the story that is Send Help. And um, yeah, that's, you know, it took three years to make and two of those years were pretty much focused on just production and putting the right songs together in the order that I wanted to put it in. And I have vivid memories of me being in Australia, staring at my doll on my computer, just shoving all these songs together and figuring out how they were going to flow into each other and putting songs in and taking them out and putting them back in. Um, so it was definitely a process, but I'm I'm so, so happy with how it turned out. And I don't think it could have turned out any more truthful to myself. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I really love that you said that and that, that added that much depth to it. You know, I really think about, that's why I was asking about just the creative and just the visual direction of this, you know, of this EP, because in, in comparison to like some of your, your past records, I'm thinking like Blind Life, which I love that, you know, if, you, if we would have met, you know, two years ago or a year ago, or whatever, you cut me two step into that record because that record was fire, you know, but, <laughs> but just thinking about what you're doing on this one, I'm thinking about like the video I saw for People Can Change and just like how simple it is and, but how raw it is. It, it goes from this very colorful, you know, past records that you were doing to more of like a monochrome look but the, at the same time it's just it just feels very more sincere and just so much more you know uh thought and, and, and so much more of yourself is being put into these records and very you know the just, just hitting like emotional levels and everything else that i'm catching from this and i think it's just so amazing to kind of hear that 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 thought and, and creativity that went into this one because it definitely feels like you're you're giving us something you're you're giving your listeners in particular more of yourself into these into this ep and i think that's truly amazing and just still thinking about those that recording process for yourself, I want to know, do you know what, what was that first maybe song or, or songs that you were working on that kind of like, this feels like this is going to be for the EP when, when you were writing and recording initially? What were those initial songs that are like, okay, this feels right. This like this feels like the Sin Help project that I want to put together. Yeah. No, the first song that I knew was going to be on the project was Uncomfortable, which is the single that we're putting out tonight with the entire EP. Um, yeah. So... She um she was definitely the first one. I, I knew at that moment once I started writing it in Sydney and I had this chorus melody and I had the whole guitar structure and I knew what I wanted it to feel like and what I wanted it to sound like. Um, but I I just had to hone in on exactly what I was saying. And um so I came in and I finished it with Justin Tranter, who I basically co-wrote this entire project with because we just have this very special relationship um from a songwriting perspective of just being able to feed off each other and kind of read each other's minds and we just bring out the best in each other I feel like um so yeah that was definitely the first song that I that I knew was going to be on this project and I think to kind of go back to what you were saying I think what was crucial about that song being on this project was the juxtaposition between the other two singles Blind Life and Stop Buying Diamonds that I put out in 2020 and, you know, I love those songs and they are, they were also a, a an expression of truth for me at that time. And that was a very accurate expression of who I was at that time. And I think what was really important from a visual aspect with the discrepancy between the two releases, between Send Help and then those two singles, is really the freedom and the liberation as an artist to be able to shapeshift. And to be able to express kind of this liberating idea that we change as individuals and as people. And we, at one moment, can be in this color landscape and be dancing and on a fucking, on a weird 
motorcycle guitar and in the middle of space like that's fucking cool as shit sorry i don't know if i'm allowed to kiss i'm very very good at cursing (laughs) (laughs) go ahead now let's go on voice podcast go ahead do your thing (laughs) um and then having this total juxtaposition switch which i find with myself just as an individual you know some days i want to wear sweatpants and a hoodie and you know my birkenstocks and you know walk around and be chilling whatever and some days i want to be in fancy ass heels fucking shred my shit you know and that's okay and i think that there's um especially as as someone who came up in the industry i was very young when i started um working i always felt this pressure to stick to my identity and this identity that i create for myself this identity that roles have created for myself and the way that i push myself out into the world there's always this weird external pressure of like, oh, that's who you are. And now you have to stick by that. And I think there's something really, really liberating um, in freeing yourself from that identity and that pressure and just being who you are, whatever that may look like, whatever that may be. And that changes and it's always going to change. And I think that's so bloody cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. And, and just to, just to, before I get to my next point here, love Uncomfortable. That record is super dope. I just love the opening lines of it and just the way that that record kind of just comes together. And uh, again, I love just uh, the sincerity of it. It just, I think that's with, the, with your voice and your vocal style. It, it just, it, to me, it just connects with me so much hearing those type of tracks like that. So that's truly amazing. And, and I think that the other thing I, I want to just maybe ask you here is like, do you feel like, you know, with this EP, you know, that, you know, when people, as you were mentioning, you know, people see you in certain way, you know, especially if you're with you being in the industry for so long, especially with acting and everything like that, people may see you a certain way, but then now finally people with this EP get a chance to see you in a different light. Is that something that you will hope that maybe listeners take away from this EP when they, when they check this out? You know, honestly, I, my focus with making this entire EP was to let go of my my want or my desire to perceive myself the way that other people will perceive me because that's something that's really instilled in you at a at a young age when you're in the industry of like you know always be aware of how you are putting yourself out there because people will perceive you a certain way and my and that can work for or against you and i i think the biggest thing with me is like going through the pandemic and going back home and just spending more time with my family and really grounding myself was I learned that it's okay to be human. And the beautiful thing about life is being present because that is the only thing that we have. Everything else is gone. The past is gone. The future is not here yet. All we have is this very moment. And so my whole intention with this project was really just to be present, whatever whatever that may look like, whatever that may feel like. So, you know, take away what you want to take away from this project. But for me, the power in this project is the reminder of presence and the reminder of humanity. I love the fact that you have so much deep insight about yourself. You know, uh, I, I just it makes me bring me back to myself real quick. Not to detour too much. When mm. I was when I was up in high school, and they would call me weird talking like that. Mm. <laughs> they would call me weird talking like yeah. that. I was like, I was like, wait, yeah. what? So man, this is super dope. <laughs> this is super dope hearing you talk like this. Man, I get really amped up. I'm 33 years old, so I'm, high school is a long time away from me right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, still, just hearing you talk like this is super inspiring, man. This is really dope, man. For sure, for sure. I, I love it. I love it. And I can tell that like, you know, again, it seems like 
just listening to you, like the pandemic and just that time to spend with your family, the time to tap in with yourself even more. Um, I remember from maybe like a past interview, I remember you saying something like you're more of like a homebody, you like to kind of stay inside a little bit and just chill out. So I want to say that the pandemic, did you feel like it kind of, did it, do you, do you feel like it, it, there was like, it wasn't a good thing overall for, for what it did to certain people, everything like that, just for the world. But for yourself, do you feel like that time that it created for yourself gave you so much more for yourself, more than just an artist, more than just an entertainer, but just as a person, do you feel like it really gave yourself like more time to like really kind of learn more about yourself and just kind of like address certain things about yourself or just, you know, just kind of tap in with yourself for that, for that type of, I don't know, internal uh, reflection and, and self-discovery. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the pandemic was devastating. It was really excruciatingly difficult for the world, for everyone as individuals, for us as a society. There's no, you know, it's, it's really hard to speak um, <laughs> kindly about the pandemic. Um, and, you know, it's hard to be like, oh, well, because of the pandemic, I, this is how I grew as a person. Cause you know, it's all relative. It happened and, and it's, you know, still happening quite frankly. Um, and I wouldn't know what it was like if it didn't happen, you know, who knows what kind of person I would be today if that didn't happen or if some other crazy life changing global pandemic esque related event happened, you know? So it's, it's all, it's all kind of relative and, I'm grateful for the time that I had in that isolation to be able to grow and, and change and evolve and really take a step back from kind of this capitalistic, uh, productive environment that we lived in and that we live in. Um, and just to, you know, take a breather and recognize like, hey, our value as human beings is being human beings, you know, our a being in and of itself is our value. It's not what we produce. It's not what we do, how we do it, how many times we do it. Us as individuals is our value. And I think that that's really beautiful. And that's what I learned during that time. And I'd, I'd hate to, you know, be like, oh, the pandemic was great. Um, Cause you know, it wasn't, but I'm, you know, happy for the person that I am today, regardless of whether that was because of it or, or not. You know, uh in, in relation to the EP, can can fans, you know, listeners, you know, anticipate, you know, you are you talked about already doing a show, but can can fans expect like a tour or some more shows coming down the line uh for in support of this EP um, um coming up, you know? Anything like that for yourself coming up? Yeah, you know, I'd love to I'd love to play some shows, man. We're we're trying to figure it out. It's honestly just a bit crazy right now because everyone's playing shows and you know, we're kind of walking through the open doors and I've, I'm also doing, um, last year I started working on a musical with, um, Justin Trent, who I write music with. Um, and they basically have put together this amazing musical with Adina Menzel, Eve Ensler, um, and, you know, just an entire lineup of fucking icons and legends. And so we've started working on a musical. So I'll be spending a little bit of time working on that, which I'm, super excited about and that's just a whole other adventure that i'm i'm super thrilled about and it's really challenging as an actor and as a musician and as an artist and that's really pushing me and i'm excited about that and um yeah we're we're working on shows 
We'll see what happens. Well, I, I got to ask. Well, if you do anything for your shows, I, I think you got to stop by Brazil. Because every time I check your Instagram account, the Brianna Edie underscore Brazil Instagram account, the fan account, they are going crazy for you all the time in your comments. So like, it looks like you got to pull up in Brazil. They love you over there. You can probably pack a stadium over there with the energy that they got for you. So that would be super dope. And, you know, and now rounding it out with the final question here, you know, thinking about your career, you know, how do you want your music in particular to be remembered by your fans? And just, and just people who experience it. I would love for my music to be a form of liberation for people. That's really, that's the gift that art has given me is liberation and freedom to be whoever I want to be, to do the things that I want to do, to think big, to think small, to, you know, reduce my ideas down to music and be able to lift it up through visuals and you know, there's just so much freedom and liberation in, uh, in music. And I think that there's there's nothing more powerful than that. And if I can give an ounce of that to anyone, I will be more than happy and more than fulfilled. Absolutely. I love it so much here, Edie. You know, I know you're such a busy person with everything. So we appreciate you so much for coming to the Golden Voice Podcast. Now, I got to ask you one thing here, and it's a little bit off the cuff, but over here at the Golden Voice Podcast, our listeners know I love the fantasy book. I love to fantasy through our collaborations. Now, have you ever thought about maybe linking up with, I don't know, maybe in the future, maybe like you and YG can link up and do a record together? I don't know. YG, Edie. It was just coming to my brain. <laughs> I couldn't help but keep, I keep, you know, I just, it kept coming to my brain every time I was preparing for this interview. I was like, man, that'd be fire. I'm just saying, putting it out there, all right? But no, Nevertheless, yeah, Edie. I'd be down, man. I'd be down. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'll be like, yo, come on, let's go. Fantasy booking always over here, okay? No, but for real though, uh, listen here, Edie, you know, it, it means so much to me uh, that you came to the podcast, and I'm really excited for what's to come for this EP. This EP is amazing, and I really love just the fact that you have given so much of yourself into this and just hearing your thought process on the creative, on the visual, on just the entire songwriting and recording process of this. I just have nothing but great things for you. And, and just everything that you're getting ready to do with this project. So again, Edie, thank you so much. And I wish you nothing but the best for everything that's to come for you. All right. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for taking the time. I really, really do appreciate it. And thank you for the kind words. It really means a lot. Man, I love it so much. It was really awesome getting a chance to speak to Edie. Man, I just like the fact that she has such a deep you know, outlook on herself uh, personally, professionally, creatively. It's really dope just to hear someone, you know, like her just speak so highly of herself, but just so in depth about herself as well, man. I, I mean, it, it means a lot. I just like that. So just to see where Edie's at right now in her career, I can only imagine uh, where she's going to be five years from now, you know, 10 years from now. It's just the 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 growth in her and, and her abilities as a creative is really exciting. And you could check out Edie's music right now on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you go and listen and stream your favorite music at. Her latest EP, Send Help, is available right now on all major streaming platforms. As I was saying, you know, Uncomfortable, that's my favorite track off that EP, but there are so many great songs off there as well. And she even did a short film for Send Help as well, which is available on YouTube. So definitely go tap in and check her out. Her singing ability is amazing. I like her songwriting. And again, I just feel like Edie has so much potential. 
and she's just showing it off very well in this EP. So it's, it's only, you can only imagine what she's gonna do next once she releases that debut album, you know, that full LP. So it's really something special. So definitely tap in with Edie. But if the music wasn't enough and you need even more of Edie, you can definitely tap in with her on social media because she is on all your favorite social media platforms. I'm talking about Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And it's simple. Her user handle, her tag is not Edie. That's not Edie. That's N-O-T-Y-D-E. Ah, let me do that again. N-O-T-Y-D-E. That is her handle for all social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Go ahead and tap in with Edie. And again, it means so much for Edie to come to the Golden Voice podcast and just talk about her creative process and her growth and her evolution as an artist. And again, her latest EP, Sin Help, is out. So please go check that out because it's super dope to, to hear about an artist like her on the rise. And again, just her potential and her outlook on herself is something that is extremely promising. So I can't wait to see what she does next. So a big shout out to her and the rest of her team. And again, thank you so much for coming to the Golden Voice podcast because it means so much to us over here here. Like I said before, I'm going to catch up with you in the outro and here we are. And I got to say again, thank y'all so much for just showing love to the Golden West podcast, the kickoff episode with Priya Ragu. Amazing to see the support. So, so I can't say it enough. Thank y'all for just checking us out and just tapping in with us because it means a lot. I love connecting with you and just getting a chance to share these interviews and these conversations with you. So we appreciate when you come back to us and just show us that support by giving us a little bit of a listen there and just enjoying the, the content and stuff like that. And, and again, we want to keep this thing rolling here so your support means a lot to us in that goal overall all right golden voice we have so much going down as far as our shows the month of november is still going crazy with the shows so to stay in tune with the shows that we have and what's coming up you got to go to goldenvoice.com to tap in with us okay for our shows that's goldenvoice.com there you'll find out all the shows that are happening for this month and the shows that are being announced for the month of December as well. If that wasn't enough, tap in with us on social media, simply at Golden Voice on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Once again, that's at Golden Voice on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're posting up about our shows there. We got so much heat coming for you on that one too. So again, man, we, we just want to see y'all out there at our show. So to stay in tune with what we got going on, goldenvoice.com for the website and at Golden Voice for all your favorite social media platforms as well. And if you're enjoying this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts at, if they have a rating system, if you don't mind leaving that five-star review, and maybe if they have a comment system over there too, go ahead and leave that comment just expressing what you enjoy about this podcast, what you enjoyed about this interview, what you just enjoy and hope to see down the line on the podcast, because it means a lot for us on the visibility front, and it helps us keep growing as well. So again, Tap in with your favorite podcast platform, leave that five-star review, and we're going to keep doing our thing over here. And of course, it goes without saying a big thank you to our Golden Voice podcast team. That's our executive producer, Rhea. That's from our marketing team, Carrie, Christina, and Lindsay. That's the artwork and creative coming from Saish. Big shout out to Saish on that artwork and creative. And of course, press coming from Shay and Taji. And on the note of press, if you want to tap in with the Golden Voice podcast for press inquiries or just general press inquiries for Golden Voice as a whole, hit us up at press at goldenvoice.com. Once again, that's press at goldenvoice.com. But that's everything for this week's episode. However, we got another new episode coming next Wednesday when we're going to be speaking to Lindsay Lomas. Lindsay Lomas coming to the podcast, the pop soul powerhouse straight from Nashville. It's going to be a dope conversation. So with that being said, if you don't know by now, my name is Jarvis Smith. This is the Golden Voice Podcast. 
and I'm out.